You're listening to audio from The House, located in Kelowna, B.C. If you'd like to check out more resources, please visit us at thehouseonline.ca. Continue to um, stay in this moment as we look at the Word this morning. And uh, I first introduced uh, our series last week, this series of deliberate faith that we're looking at in September. I, I talked about this last week from the story in Luke 8, when the woman is healed. Uh, the woman with bleeding is healed by just reaching out and touching uh, the garment of Jesus. And there's something distinctive about her act is that she has deliberate faith. And uh, wow, that was a good message. You got to get the podcast and go back and listen to it. Um, it's amazing. And, uh, but it'll give some context for the, for the series ahead, this idea of, of intentional, deliberate faith in Jesus. And today we're going we're gonna to hover on this idea of, of deliberate faith and, and continue to look at that over the next coming weeks. Uh, with the start of the new season, it's probably a good idea to think, how can I be more intentional and more deliberate in my faith in Jesus, looking at new goals, new challenges, new objectives for the season ahead, to think through how can we be more intentional in how we, we, we frame our, our belief in Jesus. And today I want to briefly look at the idea of deliberate community, the value of being intentional in our relationships. Uh, the longer I live, the more I appreciate the simple beauty of people who have mastered the art of loving and caring for others. There is something so significant about seeing people things that I just, I so admire, and I stand and I look at their lives, and I'm so impressed. I'm so, in fact, um, I've become less impressed. As I look at your lives, okay, as I look at who you are, to be honest, I've become less impressed by your financial achievements and your career achievements and all the things that we all strive so far. Do you know what just really excites me when I look at your lives is it's how you have the capacity to love others well, to model Jesus well to others. That is so impressive to me. That is so, um, it just, it spurs me on and it encourages me in my heart. There is so, something so significant about loving other people and being a part of someone's story, someone's story of healing, someone's story of getting their life back on track, someone's story of, of, of seeing Jesus work in their life and being a part of that and, and, and partnering with somebody and encouraging somebody and being present in their life. You know what? That is something to be proud of. That is something to strive for. That is a goal. That is a noble, worthy thing. Um, there's a, a couple of, there's so many people actually in our church that do this so well, and I see them uh, do it uh, so often. I see so many of you do this so often. Just as a bit, as an example from our community, uh, there's a couple, uh, Sid and Cheryl Molinar. Cheryl's a part of our worship team. Sid's involved in our prayer ministry. Um, they've discipled and cared for people, and you know, they have, they do it so well. They have such a, a tremendous heart and capacity to be intentional in how they love other people. And you know, about a year ago, they put their house up for sale, they, a house they lived in for like 12 years. And they did it because they didn't feel like it had the layout and the floor plan that was suitable and conducive 
to just hosting people and welcoming people into their home. And so they sold their house of 12 years, couldn't find one they liked and that they felt was right, and rented a house for like six months before they finally just, just moved in. They just got, just in the last month, uh, moved into their new home, and they picked it on the sole purpose that they love the floor plan because they can be hospitable, they can welcome people, they can host groups, they can have meals and barbecues and, and, and meetings and gatherings and encourage people, and that is intentional living. That is, that is deliberate faith. That is intentional community. And I say that because something so amazing happens when we can leverage our lives for intentional community. Uh, getting people connected is one of the single greatest challenges of pastoring in our culture today. There's lots of different challenges in all of our careers, and in what I do in pastoring and trying to lead the church, I think the hardest, most difficult thing is helping people get connected, find friends, grow in their faith, feel at home. This is where they're a part of, and, and it's challenging. It's hard. Um, our kickoff Sunday today with Connection Sunday is really designed to help at least communicate and let you know that we're, it's important to us. We want to see it happen. We want to help provide opportunities. They're just opportunities for you. And um, it's ways to help you get connected into our community this year. Uh, I was going to go through some different things on, on challenges of getting connected and stuff. I'm just going to skip ahead and look at this, this one idea in Scripture. And... and uh, we are created in the image of God, and we understand God as the triune God, the Trinity, the God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we are created in the image of God who is in himself in community. And so we are created for community. Philippians 2 says this, make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit and one of one mind, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, offer your, uh, offer your um, uh, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And then in verse 5, I love this. It says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus. This is a scriptural invitation for us to be intentional in our relationships with others. In your relationships with one another, verse 5 says, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. I love that verse. Jesus calls you and I to be intentional in our relationships with other people. And the reason why is because it's a powerful way to make a difference in someone's life. Do you see, one of the mistakes that we often make in our modern-day Christian experience and the way we do church today in our organizations and how we structure church, and, 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 and we're just as guilty of that here as everywhere else, is we often interpret our Christian life or our spiritual faith through the lens of the church that we're a part of. And we think in terms of like the kingdom of God and what I do in the kingdom of God and my place in the kingdom of God and my role in the kingdom of God, we sometimes substitute for what I do in the church. And you know, we cannot give a title and a role and, a, and an official to everybody. We have to have those things in order for us to facilitate ministry. It's highly important. But who we are as a church community is not the only representation or focus or understanding of the kingdom of God in your life. 
And you know, you can partner and participate and you can invest in the kingdom of God so easily. And one of the easiest ways to do that is when you include other people in your life with an intentional, deliberate way to invite Jesus, to invite Jesus as a part of those relationships. It's the easiest way, but it is so profound. And in fact, one of the best ways to see Jesus begin to show up and move in your life to bring miracles and breakthroughs and amazing, cool stories is when you open your heart and you love other people. Not about church programs and ministries and things that we do here, just about you being a part of God's kingdom every day throughout the day, opening your heart to other people, bringing an intentional, deliberate faith to, uh, to those relationships. And, you know, we, we work hard at trying to ensure people have... Uh, a good experience with us at the house. It's important to us. We want our everything to be great. The coffee shop, uh, the kids' games we did today, uh, the, the worship, the communication, the website, uh, all the things that we do, our social media and our culture and who we are, all that's important. We, we work hard on that stuff. We value it. It's important to us. But you know, I have been inviting you as a community last week to, to invite you to have that deliberate faith that, that what you bring as, as, a, as a person has very much an impact on who we are as a community to alter the atmosphere of who we are and what we experience. And I've been inviting you to just reconsider this. And, and today is another look at that. And to say that I don't think our ceiling on our ability to reach people and disciple people is based on what programs we have or we have or don't have. Or those things are important. They have their place. But I would think that the more ability we have to love people, to reach people as individuals, as you reaching and connecting and loving other people, even within this community, that that is the greatest predictor of how effective we will be at reaching and discipling our city. It is not about the programs or the ideas that we come up with as, as, a, as a leadership team. It is our ability, our capacity as individuals to join in with the kingdom of God and to love and disciple and reach other people in our life. Even people within this community, even your ability. You know, um, coming to church for a month, listening to sermons and all those things, they're good. It's, you know, it's, it's good to do. It's important. It has its place. Having a meaningful conversation and connection with somebody is so transformative. It's so simple, but we forget about it. And you think, wow, man, I don't need friends. or I am, I, But you can be a part of that in someone else's life. You can open your heart up. We can transform people just by connecting with others. And um, I want to invite you to help us in our mission of reaching people this year and, and, and helping people get connected, not just through the programs and going up to a booth and talking to somebody with a name badge, but just talking to one another, including one another. There's so much value in that. And you can help us. You can participate with us in that and make a tremendous difference. And um, I'm going to introduce our, uh, our team. We're going to get ready to, to wind up today. We're not going to close with, with music, but I'm going to get um, those who are part of our, our team that are here uh, to come, and um, I can call them up if, if, uh, if they need it. 
Uh, some have been busy and are, are active in some other areas. Uh, we have Yos here, Deb, uh, Bonnie. I think uh, if Bonnie's still around, Ryan, Don, Charlotte, Ed, uh, I think Lindsay and Sarah might still be around. We're going to get them to come. And, um, and then in just a minute, we'll introduce Oliver and, and Carissa. So they're going to come. And um, we, as I said, we work, we work really hard. And it's, it's an important part of what we do for ministry and the church and, and the different things we have going on. It's really important for us to do and serve as good as we can, be as clear as we can, offer what we can. But this is, it's really about equipping the people. And for us as, as, as people, as a community, to step in and join in and to be a part of things. And so we're a little bit tight on space. Squeeze over. Scooch over. Uh, so we're just going to introduce some people so that you know this year, let's say you want to get connected and you're looking for an area of where to, where to participate, who to talk to, who that kind of key person would be. And um, we have lots of leaders in our community. We can't have everybody up here. Uh, we have a Sunday night community, which has lots of really great, amazing leaders. We're looking primarily to have these people to profile them as they oversee specific areas for our Sunday morning community and, uh, and help with things. So uh, we have our, our kids workers here, and um, this is Lindsay, and uh, Lindsay has been our kids director for uh, since January, and um, we have appreciated, oh look, I'm, in the, I'm not in the light, I'm in the light, isn't that cool? Uh, we have appreciated Lindsay so much in her organization. She started in January, she's led that ministry super effectively. She has been um, working and taking her classes on the side and doing nights and weekends and, and working hard. And she's graduated in August with her ECE. And uh, this is her last official Sunday with us because she's going to be working full-time in some registered facilities. And, uh, and so she is uh, finishing our time with us. She has done such a great, amazing job. And so just want to say thanks to Lindsay. And, um, and we have, uh, we have uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Deswan, uh, who uh, unfortunately is married to Ryan, and uh, we feel bad for her in that. Uh, but we have Sarah with us, and uh, Sarah is a teacher at KCS, and uh, we have contracted her for the next four months just to help get us through in our, in our kids' ministry, in Treehouse Kids. And uh, she'll be working a couple of days a week on, on things and organizing, working with our teams, and uh, she's going to step up. She is a really gifted, super effective communicator, and uh, together uh, they've been working and training, and Lindsay's going to continue to be a part of our community, and uh, they're going to do a great job. So our kids uh, in the first service when we do our 915 are in really great shape, so it's great to have Sarah as a part of our team. Uh, Ryan, who's uh, our assistant pastor, is really, I call him my number two. He does everything around here. He's he does it so well. He's amazing. He focuses hands-on on Sunday night and all that leadership and all that community. He does a lot of our admin and systems and infrastructure and all the things that we do that we do so well uh, comes from Ryan and his, his, his brain and his good capacity. And, uh, and so he's a really, really solid leader in our community and uh, sure appreciate having him. Uh, Deb does our coffee shop and hospitality. So things like our student lounge making soup helping facilitate all the things throughout the week, our alpha meals and things like that, uh, running the coffee shop crew on Sunday, all the supplies, all of those things. Hospitality and ministry in that area is really important to us, and Deb is so capable and operates right in her gift set, and uh, we're so thankful to have her on, on the team as well. Uh, Dawn helps us with all of our uh, finances and admin side of things. She gives us a couple of days a week and uh, helps with the bookkeeping and the records and, and all of that kind of important stuff. 
so we're so blessed to have uh, to have Don with us, and and uh, this is Yos. Uh, Yos is with us. It's J O Z. In case you're wondering, Yos. Uh, Yos is with us um, as uh, we started him with doing communications, which is helping us with all of our slides and our multimedia posters, graphics, social media, website, podcasts, all of the things and the, and the admin and stuff behind it, all the stuff, the signs, everything needs to get gets created, does a really great job. He's got a ministry heart, went to, went to uh, ministry school in Bethel, uh, got married, he's back in Kelowna. And, um, and so Yost became a permanent resident of Canada on uh, Friday. So, uh, so he's here. So that's great. And um, we, were, we were like fingers pointed, uh, crossed. We were like hopeful that we didn't get a call, that he got deported and he was back uh, on his way. But he's, uh, he's with us and he's good. Uh, Charlotte is, uh, oversees all of our facility, our venue stuff. Huge part of who we are is just, you know what? Everything about our space reinforces and helps create our culture and our values. It's important to us. And we do so many different events, hospitality, people feeling at home, feeling welcome. We need it to look great, to be clean, to be organized, well looked after. We've never been in better shape. Um, Charlotte does an amazing job. If you're looking to share your gift of, uh, uh, you know, unclogging drains or fixing loose stools or patching walls and touch-ups on paint, and maybe you've got some facility experience you can help, uh, talk to Charlotte today, and uh, she'd be a great person. And uh, Ed, of course, is uh, my partner in crime for the last number of years, 10 years, and uh, Ed is, uh, uh, his main role with us is on the communication team. You see him up here preaching, sharing his heart. We all love that gift, and he's also a gifted counselor. He works with uh, Third Space and, and also his own church ministry, Reach Out Youth Ministries, and uh, he's at the university a lot, does counseling ministry throughout the week, and uh, we're, we're blessed to have him share the pulpit once or twice a month and deliver his heart with us, and this team is uh, really solid, and we're so blessed to have them. They are a big reason why we are who we are, and um, you know, if you can encourage these people, we all benefit, and so we wanted to introduce them to you and have them come so that you know who are these ministry leaders and uh, who do you talk to if you're interested in helping in an area, but also so that you know who they are so you can encourage them and appreciate them. I think the more pumped up, the more encouraged our ministry leaders are, the more effective they are and the, and the, and the greater we're all going to be. And so we are so blessed to have this team. Uh, I think every year our team gets better and stronger and more mature, and uh, we certainly couldn't do it without them. So uh, why don't you say thank you to them. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bless you. We have been, uh, we've hired a, a Connections pastor. So a lot of the talk this morning, Connection Sunday, this challenge to get people involved. Ryan and I are fairly busy on Sundays running around doing different things, uh, leading the service and doing the meetings and, and just making sure everything happens. And it's hard sometimes for us to just be available to just connect with people and hang out with people. And, um, and so this has always been a challenge. And uh, we have invested and hired a part-time Connections pastor, and so we're going to welcome Oliver and Carissa to come, and we're going to introduce them, and so they started like like today, like this is like their first Sunday, okay, so uh, come on up, welcome you guys, it's great to have you with us, and um, uh, their home church has been Mission Creek Alliance, and they actually got laid hands on and prayed for and commissioned 
at the, at the service at Mission Creek Alliance today and got sent over here. And uh, we're so blessed to have them. Uh, Oliver has been working as a barista, slinging awesome coffee, and uh, he's been working on his master's degree. He graduated from Columbia about uh, two years ago and uh, has really great references. Uh, Carissa's home church, she's a Kelowna girl, she's been here her whole life, home church is Mission Creek Alliance, of course, for obvious reasons, that's where Oliver has been attending, and uh, as they've been there as a, as a couple, they have been volunteering and serving in young adult ministry leadership, worship ministry leadership, mentoring, all kinds of great things, just giving their life and serving that community really well. Uh, Carissa is an RMT, and uh, she is, we, we, we tell everybody that there's a $10 discount on massages in the parking lot after the service, and uh, you just find her booth over there, and... Um, but we're, we're blessed to have both of them. They bring a lot of maturity and strength. It's hard starting in a new, new place, a new community, but they're, they're doing so well. I want to tell you that um, uh, how uh, highly the, the people in Oliver's life speak of him. We've talked to extensive people. It's been a long process of interviewing and, and just going through things. I spoke with the dean of students at, uh, at Columbia, who Oliver in his last year was the, uh, was the kind of the, the student body president. And he said, I, I talked to him, he said, you know, in 13 years, he said, I've been doing this full-time 13 years, there's only two student body presidents that really stand out and really rise to the top, and Oliver is one of them. He said he was so great as a communicator, so great with his peers, so encouraging, so alive and active in the campus and reaching out to other people, including other people. He said, I offered Oliver a job when he graduated so we could keep him at the school. He was, he was so well-liked. And um, but Oliver got engaged, and Carissa lived here, so he turned the school down so he could come here. And um, so we're thankful for that. Um, now, I spoke to his home church in Cranbrook, where, where Oliver grew up, and that is the, uh, the Alliance Church in Cranbrook, and spent some time talking with their pastor. Uh, he went to uh, a charismatic, kind of a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, full of the spirit church, or however language we want to describe that growing up. But most recently, he had been involved in that church as a youth and uh, went to school, went back, interned there, uh, did his internship. I spoke with this pastor. Pastor said, if I could have hired Oliver, I would have. So I, I offered him a job. I tried everything I could to try to get him to stay. And, uh, but he had got engaged, and he wanted to get married, and he wanted to move to Kelowna. So again, Carissa saved us, and, um, and so we're, we're thankful for that. And um, I spoke with uh, Keith who is the lead pastor at Mission Creek Alliance. Keith Whitaker, I think, is probably one of the sharpest pastor leaders that we have in the city. I love that guy. He's amazing. And again, uh, Keith said, look, if I could hire Oliver, I would do it in a minute. If I had a role and an opportunity to bring him on, I, I, I would do it in an instant. And so all of his references and everything speak very highly of him. He's got great gift mix, great, uh, great um, uh, kind of just his persona and everything he is. The role of Connections Pastor is threefold, and it's a lot for a couple of days a week, but he'll get over it and figure it out, okay? And um, we're going to, we're, we're saying three main areas. One is that idea of Connections Pastor in all the first impressions and people, like helping people just meet new people, help get them going, connected with others, help them uh, find out who we are as a community, find their role, find their place. So he's going to be around at the info booth and welcoming people with one of his main goals on Sunday morning, just to be a pastor, to be present, to connect people into our community. And that's a, that's a really great thing. So helping with follow-up, new people, 
uh, in helping people understand what's going on in all the different areas of our church, that info booth side of things, he's going to work in, in that area. Another area that he's going to help in is what we call spiritual formation. This is things like our affinity groups, our alpha, our growth tracks, all the different elements of things that we have, gathering points within our community to just bring some more strategy, some more leadership, to help give some focused direction, to help bring some, some, some great uh, encouragement to those leaders. Why are we doing what we're doing? How do we help this group? How do we keep? And, and he's going to work hands-on with all of those areas. So all of the midweek discipleship and, uh, and all those things is going to be under his role. And the other is to help within just general pastoral leadership. There will be some pastoral counseling, some visitation. There will be helping with uh, cleaning toilets and cleaning windows and uh, helping make coffees and whatever it is that, that we need. We know he's up to the challenge. He's going to help us. Um, uh, Oliver's actually going to preach in, uh, in a couple weeks. We're going to have him. He's going to be preaching once every maybe two months or so. And we had him preach at Sunday night. We tested him out with the young'uns on Sunday night, and uh, he passed with flying colors. He did a great job. We've been talking to, to Oliver and Carissa for quite a while, and we're just, we're really blessed to have them here. And so they're going to be at the, at the info booth area with Alpha and stuff, and um, he's just going to uh, share uh, just a quick welcome, Oliver. Thanks, Chad. And thank you for the introduction, and uh, so good to be here. Chris and I are... Uh, thrilled to be here, though it is um, just a big change for us. Um, over the last two and a half years, we've been sort of praying and asking God for, for what's next for us. Um, kind of had, had stepped in at, at Mission Creek Alliance and were plugged in there and, and loved it, but felt like God kind of had something new and something different for us. And so um, it's been kind of a crazy journey, a long journey of um, trying to hear God and trying to uh, discern what's next. Um, I kind of jumped around a few jobs the last few years as I got restless, and, uh, I'm, but I'm so thrilled to be here, and we're excited to just kind of chat and get to know each of you. Um, so come say hi after. We'll, we'd love to connect with you. We'll be at um, the Alpha Affinity booth, and we'd love to get to know you over the next few weeks, months, maybe years. So thanks. Great. Awesome. Welcome, guys. It's great to have you as a part of our team. And... Um, it's, it's great to have some, some really sharp young leaders who are part of our community. We're, we're the better for it, and we certainly want to make room for them. And uh, So uh, you've heard us talk about Alpha a lot. We're right at the beginning. It's important that we promote it and let you know. So just as we close today, just to remember, we have some of these invite cards. When I was saying, I just invite you to participate with us in, in reaching other people, loving other people, including that's conversations, hanging out here, but it's also, um, you know what, inviting somebody to Alpha can change somebody's life. It's a safe, non-cheesy way to let people explore ideas of Jesus. Wednesday night, this week it starts. Grab an invite. Who could you invite? Ask somebody and, uh, and, and um, just ask the Lord to, to open a door. And we know that people will come to faith in Jesus through this ministry. And that's an important part, something we do on uh, starting this week on Wednesdays. So thank you so much. Uh, it's a lot on this Connection Sunday. It's the beginning of the year. We're throwing like all kinds of people and introducing you and talking about the vision and the ministry and all the things ahead. And uh, it's, it's a lot to, uh, to kind of absorb, I know. But I appreciate your patience and being a part of us this morning. We were totally full this morning in the first service. Uh, great to see lots of people in this service. Tonight's going to be insane. We'll probably have like 300 people out. Uh, we ran the shuttle 
three times. We had over 30 students from the university last Sunday night, and uh, we're going to have a whole bunch again this week. We had over 200 people watch the streaming on the, the website last week from Sunday night, and uh, we're just thrilled that, um, that we're able to have you partner with us to be who we are, to be here every week. So thank you for that, and uh, thank you for being a part of our community. We hope this year you can get connected and, uh, and find a place. Can I just pray for you, and then we'll be dismissed this morning. Lord, thank you for all the fun and uh, the times we had together. Thank you for all those young families and their kids who are here bouncing around and eating popcorn. And Lord, it's so important to see um, those younger families. And Lord, we pray for everyone in, a, in our community that Jesus, your spirit would reside over. We pray that it, your spirit would hover over our community this year ahead. And as we begin to lean into being deliberate and intentional in our faith with you and our relationships with one another, we invite you to be free to minister and encourage people in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Audio from the House. For more information or resources, visit us at thehouseonline.ca.